welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle, mm-hmm. at least sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm the voice of Wiz. Done to you, Chad. You, I thought you, I was going boop, 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 boop. That's fine. Clockwise. Oh, I'm Sam. I don't know. <laughs> I have this a out one day. <laughs> I'm Nick, and I'm real cold. It's freezing. I know. I need to get a jacket. Uh, I'm Chad. I play Boomstick, and you can buy that hat uh, at store.roosterteeth.com. Yes. And and you should have worn your death battle. Uh, I should have I worn any variety of Rooster Teeth merch to, nope. to, yeah. to keep myself warm. We gave you a chance. We were like, you hey, Mega 64 crap. Mega 64 shirt. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was going to be on this podcast until I was on my way to work this morning. That is true. So that is give true. me a break. Uh, I gave my death battle hoodie to my mom like as a nice gesture because she really wanted one. And then I'm like, I haven't got another one yet, and I miss it because it's so comfortable. It's my, real soft. My mom wants this too, but, <laughs> but you're like, I was no. like, I'm going to buy you one because I wear this like every day. Because it's really comfy. Use like the like my store monies. Like I'm just gonna buy a bunch of those hoodies because people keep being like, "This is really comfortable." They're so I nice. Want to, one. I'm like, feels so good. Buy just one. Pull one out of your now. You're just like, fine. Here you go. Yeah, here you go. But like, uh, we are not sponsored by the Death Bottle hoodie today. Although I guess technically we always are. <laughs> uh, but, but we are actually sponsored by Quip. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hey. been sponsored by them several times, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. So we'll have uh, more to talk about Quip later on in the show. Uh, but thank you, Nick, for joining us for this cast. Well, you're the last you're very minute, welcome. Um, with your, it is a cool little. Yeah, like, screw me and Sam. Sure. I get it. Um, well, I love know, to be here. You guys are expected to be here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so is well, Nick. No, not whatever. <laughs> He's over there with the no, right. doing his own thing. Yeah, that's and, fine. Um, but we'll talk about what you've been up to in a little bit, Chad. Yeah. Um, but, but first thing we got to talk about today is the new Death Battle's been announed. Yay! 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 First episode of Death Battle Season 6 is going to be... Under the Sea. Yes. Aquaman versus Namor. Namor. E. Trying I believe to it's pronounced this. Under the Sea. Un- but un- that just could be oh, me. God. A little more <laughs> Jamaican accent. Yeah, I can't do it. Just don't worry about it. I'm garbage with accents. Oh, no. I can't do words. This okay. year, death battle is better. This year, death battle is wetter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole fight is just going to uh, be to that song. Um, I wish. Is it, underneath it. is it too late should, to work should, in a little crab, a knockoff Sebastian that can just go by? You're probably a little deep into animating that fight, or, or at least scripting uh, it. But yeah, but it's, it'd be really yeah, great. Done. It'd yeah. be really great if you had the little thing where you know how people say if you play Pink Floyd um, during Wizard of Oz, everything just like syncs up. Yes. <laughs> if you do that with Under the Sea, if it just like really oddly syncs up with everything that maybe happens, maybe it in the does. Fight. Maybe we lucked out. Like. Is it, is, as long it's as like, they, it's like a train of punches, it goes do 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 do. As long as no, I mean, they animate to music always, pretty much. So as long as it has a similar beat per minute, like <laughs> we're good to go. Like we we it may be the case. So. There, uh, there actually this. was Genevieve is the one who's writing the script, and she actually did include uh, a little nod to Sebastian in the first draft of the script. But, really, uh, unfortunately. Ben yeah. hates fun. Then so, we cut yeah, it because cause... I hate fun and also don't want to get a copyright strike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we ended up removing it. But um, yeah, it was uh, definitely thought about. Speaking of copyright strike, uh, I saw Into the uh, Spider Verse yesterday. Actually, good movie. How does that have anything to do with Spider Ham's final line? It was great. Mm. Uh, right, you saw it with your daughter. Yeah, yeah, I did. So uh, first of all, that that made me think of it because his, his final line was incredible. They're like, "That's all, folks." And the sort of like, "Can he say that legally?" Like, you know, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Uh, no, the movie is incredible. Holy shit! That's yeah, it's a bang. Probably 
like a lot of films have tried to capture that comic style, you know, and some have done like pretty good, like Sin City was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but this one looks like a comic book in motion. Yeah, this one did it the best. By did you far. see it in 2D or 3D? 2D. I don't see 3D movies. Apparently it's really good in 3D. Mm. Nobody told me that before I went and watched it. So Would I you have believed them but... anyway? Yeah, you, you not, cite you honestly. cite one movie, probably not. How to Train Your Dragon as like the best 3D movie. Yeah, that's like the only 3D. Yo, movie Yo, I watched that, I that for about. the first time the other day too. What a banger! Yeah. To, There's multiple. Yeah, I know. I need to get caught up. I saw the trailer for the, the trailer. Yeah, the new one's coming out. Oh, okay. they're gonna train a third dragon. <laughs> like, oh my lord. Um, yeah, no, it was man, really well written and just a visual masterpiece from start to finish. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Loved every second of it. One thing yeah. I've loved is, like, obviously the trailer caught a lot of people's attention because that's how you get that art style mm. and uh, the animation style and all that. And I'm just really glad that the quality of the movie from, like, the script up matched that animation style. It, it was, oh, yeah. It was a, a really pleasant surprise yep. to see that the rest of it was good humor. Good. Kira was laughing so hard at so many points, like, and she has a loud laugh. No, no surprise, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> she's my daughter. Yeah, there was this one time she laughed so hard, like I heard it literally echo off of like the rest of the movie theater. And I was like, okay, shh, a little quieter. Like, I'm glad you're enjoying it, but like, man, that was really loud. Now I know what it's like to be in public with me. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically exactly it. Sorry about that. Uh, what were her favorite parts? <laughs> Uh, I mean, she liked a bunch no of it. spoilers, just in case. But. Sure, sure. She loved the part that was in the trailer where the dad's like, you know, you got to say I love you with the oh, cop yeah. car. Like, that was fun. Uh, uh, she also, she really lost it uh, when, they're, when they're all, all the spider people are in the uh, dorm room and the roommates mm. in there, they're all trying to That's hide. in the trailer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Spider-Ham, yeah, just turns to him and is just like, do animals talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak them out. And then, like, she, and then the kid passes out and she just lost it. <laughs> so... Yeah, it was really good. Uh, there were definitely some scenes dealing with death. Not just yeah. one. See, I thought I was safe because, you, Sam, you said there's one really, you know, serious one, right? And I yeah, thought that was like the, the thing that happens. thing, pretty much. Yeah. Well, right. There's but one really, well, I guess technically there are multiple. There are really multiple. And see, like, I thought it was death the first one that movie. happens. Oh, pretty, yeah. yeah. See, you <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. Uh, also, can we talk about seeing his gravestone? Were any of y'all offended that you're older than Peter Parker? Like, it sucks. I did. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, go watch the movie. I mean, it's like so, right at the beginning, so. Yeah, yeah so that happens. And, you know, she kind of got closer to me, but she didn't say anything. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're past it. Except we weren't. Cause <laughs> nah, that's that Uncle Ben shit that yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Like, yeah, that there's an actual, yeah, like, yeah, there is an Uncle Ben sort of. Yeah, yes. it's the same. It's the same yep. allegory kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she did really good. Uh, she didn't complain about any of it. She didn't get freaked out. And she didn't come out of her bed scared about death. So, good. yeah, I think we good. finally kind of gotten past the terrible mortality thing. Uh, she still got that fear of goblins at 3 a.m. though. Uh, <laughs> 3 a.m. rain she goblins. She brought it up was... on our way back from Spider-Verse Luckily in the there car. Was no green goblin. It would have really... <laughs> she was like, see, well, there are goblins. There was a green goblin. Yeah. Oh, there was this giant there green was? goblin. In the beginning. Yeah. It's a dragon more than a goblin. Yeah, that's why you, it's because uh, yeah. they, they made them the monster version. Uh, yeah. The ultimate um, version, I think. Which, man, that's another thing. They did so well. There's so wrong. many little nods to like the comics and to other, like, uh, yeah, other yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. movies and stuff. Like It was really good. Yes. Um... Yeah. They stayed true to it. Instead of, you know, Spider-Man talking and being like, hey, Green Goblin, you know, he actually called him Norman. And yeah. then, you know, they had Miles be like, oh, it's a Green Goblin. And I was like, oh, that was that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, it was great. But yes, yeah, so on the way home, I don't even remember why. She was just talking about, oh, she she asked, what if we'd gone to the later showing? I was like, well, you had school. So, like, we would have been up late. And she was like, I want to stay up late. 
but not until 3 a.m. And I'm like, there are no goblins. She's like, you, she's like, you don't know. And I'm like, ah, oh, I know. Kira, I have been up at 3 a.m. She's like, maybe it only just gets kids. And I was just like, I, and I, I thought about that moment. And I was like, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it, Sam said. And just be like, yeah. we're staying up until 3 a.m. And you're going to look out that window. And you yeah. will not die. Except I think she'll have a panic attack. Well, it's like, fucking science, though. Like, you also need to teach her science. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Just don't let Sam know when this is happening. No, because he I, will I'm show not up scar in a goblin mask. That's a lot of effort. But, no. That's a lot of effort. That's true. a goblin mask? Like, I don't, I don't want to scare Kara. Like, there's no point. <laughs> I do think you should stay up till 3 a.m. and be like, look out the window. Yeah. What if instead of being a scary goblin, you're just like a goblin, just doing some menial task, like just, mowing the lawn, you just like, hey, and you give her candy. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fun goblin. That <laughs> might be even scarier though. But then that's like, stranger danger. Oh, even yeah. then she's still gonna be like, told you there were goblins. And yeah, you're exactly. gonna be like, fuck it, like yeah. And then yeah, and then she's gonna want to go out and explore and discover their world or some shit. Although, she'll always stay up till three. A.m. Yes. <laughs> for the fun goblin, <laughs> you could get somebody. It could be me, oh. just to be in the yard, just to be like. No goblins out here. Did it check? <laughs> no goblins. Like, it's just you with a gun, and we have somebody in a goblin thing, and you shoot him, and you're just like, I got the last one! And then you go off. The goblins have been eradicated. <laughs> yeah. We are all safe. <laughs> uh, How else can we ruin your daughter's life? Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of ways. Yep. Right. Oh, it is. Well... Uh, we kind of got off track a bit, but um, Aquaman No More, yes, it is. <laughs> it will be coming out uh, February 4th for first members and then uh, February 6th for uh, on YouTube. And we're very excited to get this season going. Aquaman No More is actually an episode that we originally planned on doing last year. We've talked about it. We thought about doing it. We put it on the schedule, actually, for last year. The year before, it almost made it to the schedule. So, like, we wanted to do it for a while. It's been one that's been in the in the, in the the cycle for quite a bit. But uh, with the Aquaman movie coming out, yeah. we thought, oh, yeah, this will be a perfect time to do it. And then uh, we actually ended up doing Ultra or Ultron versus Sigma in that spot instead because mm-hmm. we had a lot of Marvel versus DC matchups near the end of that year. And we were like, ah, it's next Nightwing versus Daredevil and Thanos versus Darkseid. We don't really want... Like all these Marvel versus DC matchups at the very end, and plus we need a good strong matchup to begin season six. Um, last year we did uh, Black Panther versus Batman as our season five opener, and that was great. So why not do the same kind of thing with a Marvel versus DC matchup? Uh, and, and something I thought was really interesting that we found out is that typically when we look at these Marvel versus DC matchups, the Marvel character is the ripoff, quote unquote, yes. of the DC character. Uh, that's not the case this time. Namor came first. Mm-hmm. Namor, Namor, Namor. It's Namor, apparently. Yeah, but Namor. Uh, we but saw a lot of different in, pronunciations it, for finding like, Namor. Namor came first by two years, but he does suck. Like <laughs> as far as popularity and character concept goes, well, he is nowhere. He's not made the same cultural impact. He hasn't on made the, sea the that, same splash. Uh, yeah, that Aquaman is made. That's good. Like I don't know, Namor. <laughs> Is has like two cool arcs. He's an interesting character, but yeah, like comparatively, if you were to be like, what's a better character, Aquaman or Namor? Like, Aquaman is a cooler character. And that's saying a lot because Aquaman is not a cool character. <laughs> he has like, his moments. He's had his moments where they tried really fucking hard to make him like <laughs> Aquaman. The in the hook hand, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman was like the lamest character in comics, and then they made him like an edge lord, and then like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sure. He's had a weird arc. Aquaman has been 
This is a little weird to say because it is Aquaman, but a little more consistent in terms of what kind of character he's been. Yeah. Which is weird to say because Aquaman has not been consistent. Yeah. He has been both a goofy, ridiculous character in Edgelord and now kind of edgy, but sort of he's a not. biker. He's a biker from the ocean. Yeah, he's been kind of Basically. all over the place, but Namor has been even more all over the place. He's <laughs> yeah. been a villain. He's been a hero. He's been a mutant. He's been a king. He's been... He has been literally everything that Marvel could possibly make him. Literally, um, because he's one of the other characters. He has been part of the Illuminati. Like, that yes. has been, like, he's that level of weird. Yeah, he's <laughs> all over the place. Uh, because he is one of their original characters. Yeah. He is yeah. the first mutant because he was the first mutant character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it was I don't know what it is. I just think of every time. Lore-wise, it's okay. like Apocalypse mm-hmm. or whatever. But, okay. like, in terms of publication, he's the first mutant. I don't know why, but, like, Namor always just seems like a DC character to me. Yeah, is it, it because he reminds you of Aquaman? No, I don't think so. I don't know why. I just when I look at him and I see, I don't know his character design, and I don't. There's something about it. He is very much from me, that era, before, yeah, like pre Spider Man, yeah, where heroes were more designed after mythological figures. Mm. Uh, he's got wings on his feet. He's king of Atlantis, yeah. whatnot. Yeah, he it's, very much fits into that mythological idea that a lot of early DC characters yeah. had, and then Spider Man hit the scene and changed everything. Yep. Um, including essentially inspiring post-crisis, uh, among plenty of other things. But um, and, and also going to that idea that Namor is not necessarily as well-liked or popular, he, he kind of falls into a situation where his copyright issues and, and, and uh, uh, license to use has been all over the place. Like Marvel didn't have the license to use him in films for the longest time. That's been kind of fixed. Uh, lately, but who did they give that to Sony? Uh, I think it was Sony. Um, <laughs> it was either Sony or Fox. I can't remember exa- exactly. But uh, yeah, they didn't have the rights to use him in their movies in the MCU, so he didn't get the same chance that Aquaman has had to yeah. redeem himself in terms of uh, 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 on-screen presence. Um, and even I'm then, just picturing that giant scene, that scene in Infinity War where they're all running down the hill, <laughs> and there's Namor just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yeah, know. He like, also just doesn't quite fit. Yeah, like you can kind of make. Because Aquaman is designed to be a character who can fit with the rest of the yeah. cast because he did come after the Justice League was established and stuff. Uh, so he is a human first, sort of, uh, where he, he knows the human world and he can mm. in, in, interact with them and he's not weird about it. Well, but yeah, Namor he, is he, Atlantis first. Aqu- yeah. Yeah, he's Aquaman's, way more alien of a character. Aquaman's yeah. a founding member of the Justice League. Like He's a big part of it, whereas Namor is like, often the hero anti-hero like you know he still would much rather save like three fish than a thousand humans kind of attitude uh so yeah, I yeah mean, it's depending it's, on the writer yeah, yeah been kind yeah, of all over the place and they do have a they, reason for that in canon yeah. and it's kind of shitty yeah. uh it's do tell <laughs> well, we talk about it in the episode we talk about yeah. it in the okay. episode okay um so i'm not going to necessarily spoil it well it's because he... <laughs> yeah, we might as well talk about it. It's because he's bipolar, bipolar. apparently. Oh. It's because, for some reason, you know how when Aquaman goes outside the ocean, he needs water to to keep his powers for, for and survive part, yeah. for a long term. Um, that's his big weakness. Is if he's out of the wa- water for a long, long period of time, he'll eventually shrivel up and die, essentially. Um, Namor has a similar effect, but instead of dying, he loses his mind. And becomes a different person, sort of. And they call it a bipolar effect through, like, 
oxygen deficiency or something like that. Not <laughs> not deficiency, but like I can't remember the exact terminology. We talk about it in the episode. Yeah. It's weird. It's not how bipolar it's, it's disorder one of my, works at all. Like, that's one of my main reasons for like as the way he's written as a character. I just dislike the character because he's a terrible representation of that as like a mental illness as mm-hmm. well. Like yeah. for sure. But yeah, um, it's just, thankfully they don't really push that. Yeah. Uh, that I think it was mentioned like once or twice that that's just an excuse for him to be a villain every so often. Yeah. And probably some writer just didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And it's like, like, oh, yeah, he's bipolar. Sure. That's why he's a villain sometimes. And then everybody else in yeah, Marvel I think was, it was like, from like the 60s. That was or published? 70s. Why did we publish that? That was a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Namor definitely has some interesting arcs. Like uh, they very recently uh, did kind of an origin story of him. Um, yeah, which makes me think they're getting ready to push him in some of the like MCU and et cetera yeah. because they're kind of rebooting him as a mm-hmm. character which is starting to look better like, yeah I don't know I don't know everything on this one because I didn't write the script so it's like yeah I, I, I know my I think stuff was very interesting because Genevieve did a killer job I didn't really know a lot about yeah. Namor going into this yeah. um, and Genevieve, Genevieve and the researchers for the for this one did a killer job putting it all together um, and you know uh, we get the question every so often like why even bother doing Marvel versus DC matchups DC characters are always going to win because they're gods or whatnot uh, which is not true because uh, before Thanos versus Darkseid we it had a 50 50 yeah we had 14 wins for Marvel and 14 wins for DC I believe uh, it's quite a tie. Or no, 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 seven and yeah. seven um, out of 14 episodes that we've done that are Marvel versus DC episodes. Uh, and Thanos versus Darkseid was the tiebreaker. So now DC does have one up over them. And this might be the one to change it, or this might be the one to just establish DC's dominance. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Uh, and of course, even if DC does establish the dominance or whatever <laughs> I just said, <laughs> uh, there's always future episodes because Marvel versus DC uh, matchups. Yeah, it's, we don't have a shortage of them. They like, are very true. popular, very highly requested, and a lot of them are very interesting. This one, I think, is kind of fascinating just because they are so freaking similar. Um, yep. Yeah, it's and weird. We, and we get to do a fight underwater, which is cool. Well, yeah, that too, which I, I'm really liking how the fight's turning out. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll have a lot more to say about the characters in the episode. And, of course, uh, the preview is up as well for Aquaman right now. And Namor's preview comes out uh, next week. And, yeah, we're excited to talk about this on the show uh, in the upcoming weeks as well. Sweet. Um, but uh, let's talk about what's going on. But before that. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when that was going to happen. But before that, let me tell you, it's new year, it's new you, it's new brush. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about Quip, the electric toothbrush that you got to get on you, on your wall and stuff. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about a brush right now. This is like best brush in the world. Quip is so good. Here, here's my endorsement for Quip. Quip is so good. That I got one, thanks to the nice people at Quip, and I put it on my mirror because it has an awesome sticky back thing that attaches, and it's just a nice, sleek toothbrush. And then, because my girlfriend was jealous of how nice my toothbrush is, I had to get her a Quip. That's how good this toothbrush is. You had to equip her 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 I had to equip equip her, (laughs) if that's a thing you can say. Let me tell you, this brush brush is a jam. It's got sensitive sonic vibrations. They're good for your sensitive gums like mine. Lord knows they're sensitive. (laughs) Chad, don't giggle, Chad. I love your ad read. The built-in two-minute time pulser is insane. Let me tell you about this. I thought, oh, yeah, you're going to pulse at me every 30 seconds? That'll be nice. And then I realized just how how little time I had been spending brushing my teeth. It was inadequate. 
Now thanks to this quip, I got mad brush length. Let me tell you, it's crazy. Two minutes thanks to some juicy time posters. <laughs> Chad, stop your giggles. Keep it together. Multi-use, the multi-use cover. I did this just the other day. I traveled. The quip comes with a cover, and it's like nice and clean. You throw it in your backpack. You're good. You go off on your journey, and you have your electric toothbrush you use at home on your vacation. It's dope as hell. And did I mention that this is accepted by over twenty-five thousand dental professionals? That's a lot. I don't even know that many people, and they found that many dental professionals. To be like, yeah, this is a great brush. And it's true. I've used it. These guys have used it. Ben, you used it? Oh, yeah. It's a damn fine brush. I used so, mine this morning. That's that's the reasons we love Quip. And over a hundred million or over a million happy, healthy mouths do too. It should be over a hundred million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash cast right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com dot com slash cast so go do that because it's the finest brush in the land your teeth gonna really appreciate they look like they belong in a spaceship which is awesome yeah they they're really so, yeah the fact that it's like now i see other people's toothbrushes like and you judge them. like they're in a little <laughs> they're in a little cup or they're like laying next to the sink and i'm like get that off the counter that's disgusting <laughs> Put it on the glass like a civilized person. <laughs> Get equipped. Yep. Equip. Yep. Getquipped.com slash yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about what's going on. With uh, first things first, Black Panther's been nominated for Best Picture. Really? At the yeah, Academy cool. Awards. The Oscars. I never follow the Oscars until like it's time. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then I'll yeah. jump in. Um, the, I mean, their viewership has been down the past few years because I think everybody has the same feeling. Ah, we'll just look at it up at the internet on the internet after it's done mm-hmm. whatever because it's like a four hour show it's insanely long yeah i don't know why it's I always think so long also like who's hosting it uh that's there true was some debate it... about kevin hart doing it and then he <clears throat> didn't because there's some controversy and then he said he was coming back i don't actually know who's hosting like and now. i know hosting an event like that's got to be like hard as shit because usually you have to do like song and dance and stuff and like it's 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 wild there's a lot that goes into it mm-hmm. but i feel like they need to get someone like the last few years has been like a like a jimmy kimmel type or something like that mm-hmm. people that i don't think necessarily our generation care a lot about has john oliver hosted I don't know. Because I feel like he would do a really he, good job. He could do it. Yeah. See, I feel it. like they need to snatch up Ryan Reynolds and then everyone will watch it. No, like, yeah. our generation loves some Ryan Reynolds. So, like, just throw him up there. He can just. He does it as Deadpool. <laughs> That'll get is, the youth watching the Oscars. Which is Deadpool pretty much host. just like fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I don't think there's a big divide between him and that character besides no. he's not as violent. Uh. According to Variety, there will be no host. Oh, cool. That sounds like a winner right there. (laughs) They're just going to bring a bunch of guest people to announce things? Okay, so... Or are they going to have, like, the actual, like, person behind the scenes? Kevin Hart was initially announced as the show's host in early December, though he dropped out following online backlash against years-old homophobic tweets. After speculation that he might consider reconsider, Hart appeared on Good Morning America to say definitively that he will not be hosting, and he's done talking about the controversy. Don't tell me... I don't care. I don't care. I'm asking why is there no host? What are they doing instead? I don't, I don't know what they're doing instead. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, okay, maybe it'll be a robot. Or maybe they'll just show it in text. It's like, guess who wins? 
and and now like the Oscar Lager. for <laughs> like best Windows, supporting actress. Yeah, like somebody's that. gonna yeah. have to be on stage. They just get no, they get Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> There's just an Alexa just Alexa, there. who is the best actor? <laughs> like, Let me check on that for you. <laughs> Holy crap. <coughs> I mean, if Amazon really wanted to push that, it could totally work. Nope. Also, sorry for everyone who has an Alexa near their thing, because I'm sure I just activated it. <laughs> yeah, a terrible person. I did that on RTP because I was telling the story about Baby Shark, and so I, Kira had done that with, with Google, so I did the phrase... To activate it and then said play baby shark. Mm. And I got a I got a couple of angry tweets oh, from people. No. There. It's just like what? you baby, monster. The baby shark's on point, dog. <laughs> I guess I'm sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't do, 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 do it. Anyway. Well we'll see from the the bloopers for uh Aquaman Namor. Yeah. He had that in his head while we were doing that and he couldn't get it out of it. There may be there may be a boomstick version yeah. somewhere. Pro tip, yeah. you can You're change ready. the it's it's like command word to computer. You can. Mm-hmm. And Amazon, I think. Yep. It is like computer's dope because then you feel like you're doing the G.I. Joe thing. You're like, hey, computer. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> help, yeah, computer. help computer. Also, just in case your name the is Dexter's Alex, Alex something like that. Yeah, or Alexa. Yeah. Or Alexis. Yeah. Probably yeah. helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you had a daughter named Alexa and you're just. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about how that must be. Because, like, I mean, people did name their kids Alexa before Alexa came out. Like, their lives got to be different now. Like, yeah. Do you just change oh, your no. name? Like, <laughs> Amazon should pay for those name changes. <laughs> just imagine a kid named Alexa going through school now. Yep. God. How many times would some kid think they're hilarious? Being like, exactly. Alexa, do this! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you like the robot. <laughs> uh, apparently there is some controversy with the Black Panther nominations, though, because uh, it is nominated for Best Picture. But it is not nominated. It's nominated for a lot of the other things that Marvel movies typically are nominated for, like best original music, best cop- costume design, pe- best uh, production design. But it is not nominated for best actor, actress, supporting roles, or director, which doesn't necessarily sound like a problem, except that the vast majority of every nomination in actor, actress, supporting role, and director comes from yeah. movies that are nominated for best picture. So. I, I don't think a lot of people would really notice this, except for the fact that previously, last year, they announced that they were going to be doing an award for Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember and that. And the uh, way it was presented and the way people took it was that it was a way to just kind of give a, a, a handout to these like big blockbusters and say like, oh, good for you for making a popular film, but you right. don't deserve to be best picture. Because it wasn't artsy enough or whatever. Right. And it got a lot of backlash, so they're not doing that. Um, so one of these outstanding achievement in popular films got uh, nominated for best picture, but nothing else. So it's uh, kind of theorized that this is sort of just like, it just kind of got put there, but it's not actually being taken seriously. Gotcha. Dude, Black Panther was great, but tell me like, Infinity War is a better movie. <clears throat> to be honest, Black Black Panther is very much a a uh, a monumental film in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Uh, very similar to you know Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was yeah. monumental right, in a yeah, lot yeah. of ways. But I would not say that either Wonder Woman or Black Panther are like best film ever. Right. Quality. What, movies. Do you have the other best film nominees? Yes, they are. Like, you got to think of, like the balls they had with Infinity War to end <laughs> it the way they did. I mean, think of how many kids cried. Like, 
I, that was sure. my first thought. I was like, man, like that was that was that was really good. I was like, the balls on them. And then I was like, oh my god. Then I just really thought about, it. yeah, the children must be so sad. Like, dad, what happened? You know, mom. And then you're like, mm, I don't know. I mean, it it depends on <laughs> your you know definition of best picture. And like, you could say that Black Panther is a big best picture because of how monumental it was and mm-hmm. what it meant to a large group of people. Yeah. Uh, it. it other best pictures or nominations are Black uh, Black KK Klansman. Black Klansman, um, I think is how you pronounce it. Oh. Yes. But yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, mm-hmm. The Favorite, Green Book, <laughs> Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. And all of those have nominations in uh, leading roles. Supporting I haven't roles seen directors. most of those. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. A Star is Born. I was like, Lady Gaga, singy thing. Like, I am good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh Oh man, Bohemian Rhapsody was really good. Yeah, uh, I think that was like it was pretty good. I don't think it was like best picture. Yeah, I mean it's got it's the story of Freddie Mercury, so of course it's going to get thrown in there. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it deserves to be up there. Yeah, it was um, it was really good. Um, I, was I unfortunately good. have not seen most of these, so I can't necessarily judge. Black Klansman seemed really good. I got about halfway through. We started watching it really late, and then April fell asleep, and I had rented it on like Amazon or something. And then, like, we had to do something the next night, and then I lost, and it was gone. So I was like, "Shit, I have to go run it again." But I was really enjoying it. There goes four dollars, eight dollars now. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough, dude. Down the drain. Yeah, but uh, well, I guess we'll see how it's treated by the non-host uh, when the Oscars comes out. We'll see what Alexa thinks. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, it, it would be kind of crazy if it won. I don't know. Um, yeah, Marvel like film winning that, Best yeah. Picture. Th- that, be I think even Marvel would be like. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if this is the first time in history where you can say the first word of it and still have two people in contention. Because they can just go, and the winner is black, and then two people are going to go, oh! Because, like, like, you Panther! Like, oh, the suspense is drawn out on this one. It's like, that's where the ad break cut is in, like, Master Chef. They're like, boom! And you're like, oh, fuck! Ad break. Like, every time. Or... Or they they do it letter by letter, so it's B, and then it's three Black Panther Klansman, and <laughs> oh like it's like now it's the wheel of fortune. And and like, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Vanna, come out here and turn that next panel. And then the B shifts Can over and it's a black book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so that's interesting. We'll see what happens, but hopefully, um, Black Panther's treated you know respectfully, but. Um, it could be cool to have a Marvel there, movie win an Oscar, but yeah. It's there's definitely conflicting opinions about whether or not a typical blockbuster deserves to be in that same um category, yeah. same same uh, And blockbusters don't care because they made a shitload of money. Well, like, in, exactly. In the weird like, thing that's is, why people have, you know, contention for this kind that, of thing. I can't remember the title of it, but what they they said last year that they were gonna do this year that they're now not doing the like the handout award. Yeah. That's what he's talking like, about. Like I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel that though, that monumental award, like Black Panther is a perfect case scenario because it is a great movie. It definitely well, had a large cultural effect. That was the issue with it is that it kind of felt like they were making the award just because Black Panther existed. And they're like, oh, well, we, I see. We have to, mm, you know, yeah. address the fact that Black Panther exists <laughs> yeah. and how much of an impact it has had. And so it kind of felt, you know, shoehorned in. You could have called it like a cultural impact award mm. or something like that. I mean, that's essentially and, what they called it. They called yeah. it, uh, 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 what did I just say? It's a, it's uh, outstanding fa- achievement in popular film. Well, it's it's yeah. the words popular film that 
to me, anyway, makes it sound more like the, the yeah. easy gimme handout. Like, and I think you yeah. take out that phrasing, and I think it becomes a little bit sure. Better? I, I think it well, and and that's that's both a positive and a negative in a way because by calling it popular film, you are looking at. Uh, again, what you were talking about before, like blockbusters are designed to make money, to make mm-hmm. merchandise, to sell themselves. Whether or not it is a good film, that is the purpose of a blockbuster See, film. See, they should just be like, outstanding financial achievement. And then be like, <laughs> look at the sheer amount of money that these people made. But, My uh, God. Like, you know, every other, I, I believe, I haven't seen all of them, but I believe every other entry in Best Picture is not, putting merchandise first, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that, to a lot of people, is the differentiation between what deserves to be best picture. But at this point, the blockbuster is such a, like, huge part of the film industry and is basically what funds it now yeah. uh, that it's almost kind of weird to not consider it. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe this will change everything. Maybe it won't. Probably Regard- not. Regardless, well, what should win an award is the intro theme to the cartoon show from BET, because, God, that was amazing. What if they play that? Banger, yeah. What if they're like, oh, the winner is Black Panther. Panther. That's, that's so what they, good. That's what they walk out yeah. to. Like, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, yeah! Like, you know, yeah. That'd be awesome. How uh, cool would it have been <laughs> if, like, in one of those scenes where they're having like some kind of ritual in Black Panther, they they do some kind of rendition. Oh, you know, it's so good. It's so great. awesome, man. Yeah, I remember when you were doing the script. Austin was like, "Have you heard this theme song?" And I was like, "No." And then I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I've gone up and looked that up multiple times just to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, that was another thing that was like learned by researching Death Battle. Mm-hmm. We didn't. A lot of us, I don't think, knew that that existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this old Black Panther cartoon, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you should look it up. Look up Black Panther cartoon. I, what year did it come out? Oh, I don't remember. 2008? It was like early 2000s or mid-2000s. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, definitely worth looking up. Uh, and, and just to wrap up Oscars, uh, Spider-Verse has been nominated. For what? For Good. For it Best sh- Animated. But it should get yeah. Best Animated. The the mm-hmm. thing that's going to be hard is that it's well, got to go. Incredibles 2 is probably a banger. I didn't see it. Incredibles 2 was good. Incredibles yeah. 2 I, was, I think. I would give it to Spider-Verse, though. I yeah. think it's Incredibles actual com- competitor is going to be Isle of Dogs. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, because I started watching it and yeah. I didn't finish it. Now, was, Isle of Dogs is great. I like yeah. Spider-Verse. I think I'd probably still give it to Spider-Verse. Yeah. But I probably would, too. I need to. I need to see Isle of Dogs. But, like. As soon as I saw the trailer movie. for Isle of Dogs, I'm like, ah, they're shooting for an Oscar. Like, they do yeah. the doing the cool stop motion animation combined with this touching story and this unique take. And with these, and like, the, I was like, the top notch voice cast, yeah, 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 Brian yeah. Cranston yeah. and Scarlett Johansson. I yeah. can't remember who else is in it, but that oh, I, it's everyone that's typically in a Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, if Isle of Dogs didn't come out this year, I would be like, yeah, Spider Verse has this, but I don't know. We'll see. Mirai is apparently nominated, and that's a Japanese film. No, I'm not familiar with that one. No, uh, that one director it, but... that I I want to say it's the uh, the one that did my name Osuda. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, he did the Boy and the Beast, which is great. Oh, those really um, Wolf Children is that director? Yeah. Wolf Children. Wolf Children. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's not the that's the that's the like. Is this the team that was X Studio Ghibli? I don't know. This is the next think, Ghibli guy, essentially. Yeah, like, well, he's the same guy Miyazaki. who did Summer Wars, yeah. Wolf Children, Boy and the Beast. Boy and the Beast was... And Wolf, Wolf Children is a little weird, but Boy and the Beast was... <laughs> it's weird, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah it is uh, really good. Yeah, so that's... They're nominated. mad. They're always mad high concept, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember we had to do I had to do a thing with Funimation where we like talked about Boy and the Beast, but like it hadn't come out yet, and so I got like the screener early, and it was like watermarked to shit, and I was just mm-hmm. like... I got power. Like, I was like, better not leak this shit. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think I still have it. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> 
luckily, you can actually go out and buy that movie now. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I think it's time to talk about the community death battle. Yeah, sure. Um, that was before we do to that, come back to. Before we do that, once again, smooth <laughs> transition. Uh, Real smooth. We should probably talk about uh, a little show that's coming out on Rooster Teeth pretty soon that Chad is in. Yeah. You know, just a little thing. Just some <laughs> tiny thing that the company's been working on for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys haven't heard, uh, Rooster Teeth's new like really big animated show uh, It's called Genlock. Uh, it's essentially like a Western-inspired anime. Or, sorry. Yeah. Western anime-inspired show. Uh and it's all about mechs, and it's really cool. And then our company went crazy and got a whole bunch of insane voice actors like Michael B. Jordan, Dakota Fanning, David Tennant, Koichi Yamadera. Um, I'm blanking on somebody who's real important. Maisie Williams. Uh, there's a bunch. It's 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 wild. Uh, and a couple of us managed to land roles in the show. And then that got really scary when they announced uh, all the people who are voicing alongside of us. Um, but it's really cool. Uh, and the thing that... Don't, like, please give it a shot. Our animation team has been working on it forever, and uh, the creator was Gray Havoc, who runs our uh, Gray Havoc, uh, who runs our uh, animation department. Call him Gray Havoc. I did it first for some reason. <laughs> Gray uh, Havoc. That's a, that's a cooler name. Gray, Gray should change cool his name. Gray yeah. Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this has been a, like in Gray's mind for a very, very, very long time, yeah. uh, and it's really cool to see it like get to here. And like our animation team has been just absolutely grinding away making this thing as best as it possibly can be and it looks gorgeous mm-hmm. um so like please go give it a shot uh it premieres uh january 26th and uh yeah i can't talk about too much but there's mechs and the character i play is kind of uh he's in a, a thing called the vanguard and he's kind of one of the older old school mech pilots right so he drove the kind of a little bit more clunky ones uh called you think striders armored core yes very mech yeah mech. very much like armored core like old school mech warrior yeah, uh mech, yeah definitely mech warrior and yeah, uh, if, you, if you've seen the trailers or, or, or the, the ads for it you've seen the different types of mechs um that are in the show like there's a bunch of different bunch of different kinds of vehicles and tech going on between the the heroes and the villains so there's a lot of different kinds of fights which yeah is really cool and uh so i play jody who's this like you know kind of old school mech pilot and a new generation of Mech pilots come in, and uh, Jody's one of the characters who kind of helps show him the ropes uh, while also giving him a hard time. So you should definitely go check out Genlock. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. It is free on the roosterteeth.com, the first episode. We're going to drop the first two episodes on January 26th. The second one uh, and all subsequent episodes will be uh, behind the paywall, so you guys can sign up for a first membership trial uh, and check it out. But no matter what, if you can, go watch the first episode for free uh, on roosterteeth.com. So yeah. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I am super excited. And it's just absolutely crazy that I landed this role. Uh, for those who follow me, probably know that voice acting is like a huge deal for me. I really love it. It's a big passion. And uh, I am incredibly grateful to be a part of this project. And it is a first exclusive show apart from yep. the first episode. But to be honest, without the first members uh, supporting us and making, uh, you know, uh, giving us the support that they do, this show probably wouldn't exist. Oh, yeah. not at so, all. No. Um, yeah. Thank you to everybody for, for allowing Rooster Teeth to make something like this happen. It's going to yeah. be really cool. Uh, all right, and speaking of everybody, first members, uh, we have some community stuff to highlight before we do the community death battle. We've got fan art of the week. Oh, cool. Hey, yeah, let's hey, go ahead and bring up my this piece of art. So speaking oh, of Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse that's awesome. we've got a Spider-Sona of Wiz. Spider-Wiz. Yeah, which is really cool. It's really cool. His eyes freak me out, though. <laughs> well, I mean, this is John Peter Alstrom, so he's got the like Doc Ock yep. thing going on for Wiz. Um, it kind of makes me think of... 
uh, Raiden from Metal Gear Solid a little bit. Oh yeah, the the peppered way in that, with Spider Man yeah. and Wiz. <laughs> if, if Wiz would, yeah, I mean, Wiz would try to combine elements from like some of the more powerful Death Battle characters. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I saw Raiden do this. I saw Spider Man do this. This would be the best Spider Sona for me. Well, so you got a serious calf vein going on there, man. You did not <laughs> skip leg day. Oh, of course. Not. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, this is definitely not canon Wiz. This is alternate <laughs> timeline Wiz. It can be with the snap of a finger, man. Uh, I suppose you, it can be. You could put eyes on the bottom your your left leg, and it would look so much like a metapod. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, like, you're I see right. the metapod there. <laughs> <laughs> His legs are metapods. He can make them yeah. indestructible by using hard. Yes, yeah, yeah. continuously hard. Which is really useful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, it's awesome. great stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're going to start doing a, a fan art of the week segment for each uh, episode of Death Battle Cast. So please, if you've uh, got some cool artwork of, uh, you know, any Death Battle characters, whether it be Wiz and Boomstick or the characters that we, you know, use in this show, uh, like Aquaman and Namor, uh, you can let us, you can send them to us via Twitter using hashtag Death Battle Cast. We'd love to check them out. Yeah. Um, also, what have, we need an out of context comic book panel. It's been forever. I we'll probably that. do that pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you can also use hashtag Death Battle Cast to let us know who you think wins the community death battle. And this week's was Raphael from the Ninja <sighs> Turtles versus Red Hood. She's just gonna kill Batman's my turtle again. Failed yep. apprentice. Um slash possibly most badass apprentice. Depends on your opinion. Uh, uh so let's go ahead and check out our answer for Raph from Ogre Ogres Have Layer. Ogres, Ogres have, have layers. layer one. <laughs> yep. They got uh, layers. Ogres have B. layers, yes. Uh who has answered before? So awesome, awesome to, to see you sticking around, Ogre. Uh, so Ogre says there is no doubt that Raph can dodge practically all of Todd's toys as he dodges laser, laser gun fire again and again. Um, his sword snapping side can pierce metal, can end Jason with one blow to the throat, and he survived a blast from Metalhead's laser, which can destroy the roof of a building. Interesting. Okay. Now, dodging lasers doesn't necessarily mean like, well, like light lasers speed. and yeah. gunfire. Like because, a, yeah, Ninja Turtles has always used lasers instead of bullets, or at least older oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles use lasers instead of bullets because Dimension X and all that. Uh, well, Dimension That's X for and uh, it's for kids right. in the nineties and eighties. Mm-hmm. Just make like it guns. robots and lasers, and you can kill as many as you want. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, there's a difference between light speed lasers and lasers that are like. What what is it called? Like energy construct projectiles of force or whatnot? Sure, are you, are you looking at me to? The, I'm just looking at anybody. <laughs> yeah, the the Cyclops the eye lasers yeah. that are like they like punch Star you. Wars. Yeah, right. Like, Star yeah. Wars lasers. Yeah, Star Wars lasers. The kinetic. Uh, yeah, the kinetic energy <laughs> beams essentially. Um, and I I have a feeling that that's more like look into what they've been dodging because yeah. you know Casey Jones dodges these lasers and he's yeah. not freaking faster than light yeah it showed a helicopter there with like two Gatling guns firing at him they're like running around but yeah. that could also yeah. just be shitty aim but also ninjas are supposed to be hard to hit these, <laughs> they are, I these think lasers, they can certainly dodge bullets they have but we, we we looked at I know Shredder is absolutely fast enough to dodge bullets We, we yeah. when you did Shredder I think you wrote that episode Yeah, Shredder versus Silver Samurai um, more than fast enough to dodge bullets, move faster than the eye can see. So the turtles should be able to do that. Just too. not light speed lasers. That's yeah. just the point. The <laughs> yeah. lasers are not moving at light speed. I exactly. think that's very clear. Like, but uh, let's look at the answer for Red Hood from Ryan Cumberton. 
He says, Red Hood wins, as he's trained with Batman from a young age. He's an expert marksman, even beating out Deathstroke and Deadshot. He's punched through a submarine's hull while underwater and survived a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, the submarine thing is like, what now? So <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually looked into the submarine thing, because that sounds ridiculous for him. Um, Does he straight up? It's it? a little hard to figure out what's going on, because essentially it's, it's an opening stinger. Uh, to a comic book, so there's no setup. He's just suddenly in a submarine, and it's already getting filled with water. Um, and he's basically stopping like a. It's not a drug bust. There's there's a bunch of bad guys smuggling something. Um, and he, he blows them up with explosives and escapes through by blowing a hole through the submarine. And the way it looks is, it looks like he. <laughs> smashes through it with his face. <laughs> essentially, what like it's there's a wide shot of the submarine. I wish you'd grab. I wish you'd grab the panel. Really yeah, I, I literally had to look this up like right before the show. Yeah. So he pops out of it and he's swimming away. And as he's swimming away, it blows up. Um, the fact that he never, as far as I know, Red Hood never does anything of that caliber anywhere yeah. else makes me. And, and the fact that we don't actually see what he does in the submarine makes me kind of question whether or not he can just punch out of it. Uh, there was also al- already holes in the submarine that had been potentially created by him using explosives or something. So I don't actually know what he was doing in there and how he made all those holes. So Yeah, plus with gadgets and stuff, I could see him using one of his little cutty lasers, or if he did have explosives, yeah, he probably, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you want to take it at face value, he punched through a submarine <laughs> with his face. So. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. I'm skeptical of that feat. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't use it as, like, a... A, a your your like crux of your argument. Well, has he but, ever punched through any other metal wall? Like, I think he's punched through thin metal, but never through something that's like yeah. Like I could like see that. him punching through like a car door, but this is very different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and and we know uh, Dick Grayson has broken. Uh, he did break the glass of a car underwater that was filled with water. So they are definitely way stronger yeah. than any kind of normal but, human yeah. ever should be. No, car glass in like, like some car glass, <laughs> submarine wall. Like, I mean, and then that glass. Well, you guys know glass. You drop it, it breaks. It's a bit of a fucking metal. Like <laughs> submarine walls aren't that thick. They like, gotta be pretty they're, goddamn they're thick. Lot, I assume. they're a lot thinner than people. Would expect to, to to handle that atmospheric pressure. I imagine they are a bit stronger they than are, the glass really on your car. Yes, you go strong. punch through one, Ben. If you say that, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to punch it. I don't think any realistic human being would ever be able to punch through a submarine, <laughs> let alone with their face. Apparently, yeah. you stack like seven sheets of tin foil. I'm going to have a tough time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I I do think I don't know. I'm honestly kind of leaning towards Raphael um, because. While Red Hood is definitely stronger and faster than a normal human, uh, the Ninja Turtles are definitively superhuman. Like that was gonna be my thing. I are... think like yeah, it, Red Hood's like he's got peak human, whatever you want to say about that, and the turtles are superhuman. Like, yeah. how do we handle the really weird shit from the cartoon? Like when they all got inflated and they were floating <laughs> around the ceiling, and then Splinter gave him a magical marble, yeah. but it actually didn't have any magic powers, and instead they all deflated and caused the thing to, because they had to just believe that they could do it. That's right. And then they were fine. 
That's right. And then they just roll credits before you can was, have time to question it. I was already like, this is weird. Why are the turtles inflated? Magic now? Like, and the thing's spinning around, and I'm like, okay, I guess. And then, yeah, oh, no, it's just a marble. <laughs> they just had to believe in themselves. And then he clicks it. I'm like, what? And it cuts. <laughs> I was so mad. You remember? I was like, yeah. I, was just, I couldn't believe that this existed. That also, that's when his Shredder's just yeah, picking yeah. up lava, dude. Yeah, like, Shredder scoops up lava in the center of the earth while wearing a suit made of metal, mind you. Which yeah, but his hand is, it was his bare yeah. hand. He just had his normal little claw. Well, like, I'm and he's like, it's the goo. And I'm like, oh. Right. But like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> even before that, like, their, their environment they're in is so hot that, like, yeah. Shredder's armor is already so impractical. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're burning really, the shit out of him. Any he cloth would, would have ignited yeah. ages ago. Like, <laughs> nonetheless, metal, which would yeah. just, you know, just fuse itself to your skin. That episode. Yeah. Oh that. Scrooge McDuck does, like, pretty much the same thing, too. Yeah. They go to the center of the earth and they're just like, wow, it's toasty in here. And like, no, <laughs> I you're mean, fucking roasted, B. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I think that kind of fits in the same line of whether or not Red Hood could actually punch through the wall of the submarine. It's like this one weird little instance that doesn't line up with anything else. There's got to be more, though. Well, especially in the with cartoon. his face. Like, well, like, the Ninja Turtles are a weird one because they're, they're there, always there's, an odd there's one to bring into Death Battle. Basically. There's different universes, different timelines, and none of them are a main timeline. There's mm. not a primary source. Well, in, in the Nickelodeon from. show, they do call the original comic books, the black and white ones, the prime universe. That's true. If, take that how you will. I don't there's think there's hardly anything to pull from those. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm. It's not the ones that most people think of as like the definitive term. Right. So that would be like yeah. the '80s show or like the the Nickelodeon cartoons, maybe, or maybe even the most recent comics. But I don't think most people are going to be like. Well, then there's like there's the IDW comics and there's yeah. I, I that's what I mean. By another most line of comics. comic books before the Mirage. The, yeah, the Mirage comics, the Image comics, where like Leo lost a hand, Raph lost an eye, Donatello yeah. lost half his body. <laughs> they don't they just cut them up pretty yeah. good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there, kind of horrific, of actually. Different iterations of the turtles. Michael Jeez. Bay, where they're bulletproof ha- for no reason. What happened to their parts? They, Did Shredder finally get to make turtle soup? Resistant to bolt, like like in the old cartoons, like they could a laser would hit the back of their shell and it would yeah, but it's, off. Mm. it's lasers. Yeah, well, yeah. It's the closest it's a you're going to get. substitute for bullets. Yeah. Also, if these guys can hang out near the center of the earth, there's no hope that you're going to make soup out of them. Like, what are you going <laughs> to boil water? They're fine. To be fair, it was Shredder. <laughs> it was Shredder. Okay, so. not, still. not the turtles, but... I feel anyway, like they're unboilable at this point. Well, <laughs> how, do you, how do you think this battle would go? I feel like... Batman and the fact that Jason scales off of him, I feel like that's a really big problem. Um, Batman and Turtles did cross over, and did they ever have a little like? I didn't read it all the way through, but I skimmed a few select parts, and from what I remember, all the Turtles took on Batman at once, and it was I think relatively even, all things considered. I can't remember who actually like Hmm. won that fight. It's four v one, so it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. one v one, he probably would have dunked on any individual turtle. I, I probably took them on one by one. My question. I can't remember. I have. That's how I remember. I have no doubt that, that Red Hood sense. could shoot Raph. My question is, what would would a bullet actually? Well, Michael Bay turtles are bulletproof, so like I mean, the shells those, would be bulletproof. The the, okay. Like arms and legs and you know the face. Yeah, I don't think are just bulletproof. I can I can see him getting a shot in. I just I don't. I'm not confident that if you shot Raphael on the head, that he would die. Also keep in mind, <laughs> also keep in mind, bullets versus Japanese farming tool turned into <laughs> improvised weapon. Yeah. My That's thing also, is, like, I, I, I think that Raph is going to be, like, going to win on the feet section 
but he's probably no like as in feats like he's stronger oh, and faster not like he had just has it like wears a bigger shoe chad <laughs> no um, i was just thinking like are we going to the air next no, i don't know why, like, uh, we just measure their foot think, size and that's how we know, determine who wins a death battle he's that's probably how faster and stronger and all that but like i can pretty much guarantee you red hood's a better tactician and strategist yeah. and is gonna fight much smarter than just like because raf's know to get angry yeah yeah it's yeah like, it is like Red Hood's got, like, he's got, he's trained by Batman, which is, like, a thing where you're just like, oh, yeah, this guy's, like, you could, like, Batman could train a horse, and we'd be like, oh, he's gonna beat most people, like, you know, like, <laughs> Batman trains literally anything, like, bad dog, gonna dunk on all dogs, like. Yeah, the problem is Batman's all about prep time, though, which is why he gets murdered Yeah, but not necessarily, like, all about prep time. Right. He's still. He's, he's reasonably prepared that, like, for many things. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not, like, it's not like he's still not fucking incredible, like, it's Batman. Yeah, like, I know, I know. But the yeah. way that fight would actually go, it was like, yeah, he'd just research and create, find out about the ooze and the mutagen, and then he'd create the anti-reversing mutagen shit, and then he'd turn them into normal turtles. For yeah. Batman, yes. But for Red Hood? Yeah. No, nah, I'd just go and he go. Just, yeah, just go shoot him. Uh, yeah. and, and no, but that brings up a good point. Uh, Raph is very much a hothead, hothead per yeah. se. Um, maybe not like in terms of he's always going to get angry and cause a problem. Damn! But yeah. he is used to working with a team, and he is used to working with a leader who can help him, you know, figure out the best uh, strategy to take yeah. on. Whereas Red Hood does not. Red Hood is used to working my on an, on his own. So okay, I, I think that actually convinces me. Yeah, my I'm vote Red goes Hood. Red Hood. I'm going for Red Hood. It's closer than I thought it was going to be, but it's still what I thought. Red Hood. Oh, all right. everybody! Red Hood. Red Hood. You're not right, even going to rap. This is a blow up from. Uh, I love Raph, but he's not going to beat. Red Hood. <laughs> Let's see what you guys had to say in the poll. Yeah, yep. see? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, all right. Poor Raph. Uh, oh, man, I honestly thought this would be a bit closer than that. I feel like but... we could dig into the cartoons more and find somewhere outlandish shit, but... If oh, you, yeah. If you really make an amalgamation, Raph, just based off of Cartoon everything physics ever had. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel absolutely. like that would almost be unfair to Red Hood, though, because oh, yeah. you're basically throwing, yeah. like, seven different Raphaels at him. And, and <laughs> when you get that, like, hard cartoon stuff, it's like nothing really can stop hard cartoon. Yep. Like Nothing can stop hard, hard cartoon. cartoon. Well, like, when something's pure fucking cartoon, like... Roadrunner Wiley Coyote. Yeah, they like, get like run over and flattened, and then they just pop back up. Like, yeah, you, how yeah. do you kill? The only way you can kill them is with that Acme dip the, <laughs> from Roger Rabbit. Yeah, like, they'll like literally have like holes punched through them as like a gag joke, yeah. and they're totally fine losing like a hunk of their body. Like it's just a straight up circle in them, and like yeah. they're just like, oh no! And then it's like <laughs> next shot, they're fine. Like you know, so like when it gets to that point, you really can't do anything to people because they have like no. Death, I don't think, is an option for those cartoon characters. So, yeah, like, what do but you But then do? again, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You can, Even you those can, characters you can those... go to hell and heaven sometimes. That's true. They do. But then they come back. Then they come back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, it's like a Kratos situation. Um, but then again, you got characters <laughs> like, but they still seem to fear things at times. Like, so, like, sometimes they don't care, and they'll put the finger in the barrel of a gun, and the gun will blow up. But then there's, like, the part where Donald Duck. They accidentally touch the, touch the hot stove or something yeah, like that. Or, like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, that or, like, that time that Donald Duck thought he lost his legs, and then Pete hands him a gun, and Donald's going to kill himself. Yeah, um, but that's, that's like. Like, that's a real thing. There's a desk up on it. You can watch it. Yeah. It is dark. It is yeah, messed it up. It's really dark. But yep. yeah, anyway. I don't, I don't, that, that, that's <laughs> that they're always portraying something, and that was to in a poor way to portray like the war going yeah. on at the time and everything. And I don't know. It was pretty. There's a, there's also cartoon some physics have evolved over time. Let's just say that. 
All right, uh, let's let's wrap this up here. Uh, for next week's community death battle, um, we are going with apparently Waldo versus Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find him. <laughs> Who will win? If How you can never find them. If if it's like okay, we need need some more context here because if it's straight up, you drop them both in a room. Carmen Sandiego is going to beat the shit out of him. But is this a, like who's better at hide and seek? I mean, she's got to find him first. He'd have to find her. So they have to find each other. So what's the, what's the what's the thing here? Are they fighting to the My death is, or are they having to find I'm each like, other? In the I fight? really don't care either way. It's Carmen Sandiego because. Waldo, like, what what feats are we basing this on? Like, I mean, Wal- the also, Waldo books it, have some crazy things happening. Yeah, in it. Waldo, Waldo's some strength, crazy feats. Waldo's strength is the fact that the the cameraman in his universe was way far back. Yeah, like, that's yeah. why he's hard <laughs> to find. It also, it's nothing to do with Waldo. It's like we pick up these books. Well, and like I can find Waldo. I'm pretty sure Carmen San Diego's got this in the bag. What like, if got Waldo goes to the world of Waldos? Remember. He, yeah, right. There's a world of Waldos where there's a shitload of them. There's also he hang, he pals around with a wizard. Keep that in mind. Yeah, he time travels. He has an evil That's twin named Oddball. Like, I guess I don't know how you can do the time traveling thing. Is what's really gonna he has fuck been with seen us here. with like dinosaurs and shit. Yeah, I, th- I think there's more to Waldo than we give him credit. Wasn't for. there a shitty cartoon show? Probably. Maybe. There was also a garbage NES game, which was hilarious that you could find yeah, Waldo in any yeah, I guess. You can't explain why where's, the fuck he's traveling through time. Where's Wally, the animated series? Oh, right. His his real name is Wally. It's changed to Waldo over here. In Wait, was it, is it Wally Waldo or just no, like, it, was, oh, it, was okay. changed, it was Wally. I can't remember why, but it's It's Wally. not a Mario Mario situation. Right. No. <laughs> uh, it, it's Wally across the pond. And yeah. over here, they changed it to Waldo. I can't remember why. Um but uh, I yeah, I'd no love to know. I'd love to know what you guys think of Waldo and his potential superhuman feats. I don't know. We'll figure this out. This is gonna be a weird one. Get but creative, I, 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 yeah, with the interpretations. Feel on free to get creative with this one and uh, let us know what you think and who you think should win uh, using hashtag DeathMetalCast on Twitter. He's we right. will have a poll up um, after this episode goes live on YouTube, and uh, you can vote there, and we will discuss this battle. Of the secret people. He's really bad at keeping <laughs> track time. of his shit. He leaves it everywhere. That's right. That's true. That's true. Or maybe, maybe, maybe that'll give clues. Carmen an advantage toward finding him. But Carmen also wears this bright red coat. So And does typically leave clues as well. Yeah, that's true. She leaves clues as well. She's a clue um, leaver. Well, well, we'll see what happens next week. That'll be fun. And, uh, of course, you can also uh, send us your fan art using hashtag death Do that. And we're sh- we'll show off some of that next week, too. Right They're called here. masters. We, we associate them being masters of hiding themselves, but children can find it them. We found them all as kids, so yeah. they're probably not that I'm good. Saying, the- yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll talk about it next week. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Death Battle Cast. We will see you later.